Dear Steffi, how are you? While you're enjoying your holidays in the Mediterranean, there are two issues that alarm the health of Hong Kong people, namely scarlet fever and plastic sizer in food. Early this summer, there's an unusual outbreak of scarlet fever in Hong Kong, in which more than 700 children has been reported to be infected. This is its highest record over the past 10 years. Even worse, it is found that some of them do end up with severe complications, such as pneumonia or meningitis. Among these infected children, two of them are, unfortunately, passed away. Having commissioned the Department of Microbiologists of the University of Hong Kong to conduct a genetic study on the scarlet fever bacterium, the Center of Health Protection, that is CHP, noted that mutation is evidence in the bacterium. Besides, resistance to antibiotic, namely erythromycin, is identified as well. Such findings would account for the increase of its transmissibility and rise back over the past months. It is therefore expected that the upsurge of scarlet fever will continue throughout its summer. As an infectious disease, scarlet fever mainly spreads through droplet and direct contact. It usually attacks children under the age of 10. Among those recently identified cases, 93% are aged between 4 to 7 years of age. In light of this, even though schools in Hong Kong may have experience in handling various types of infectious disease in the past years, Vigilance in personal hygiene of children and sanitation of schools should again be taken as priority in preventing the spread of scarlet fever. Besides, it is also noted that the early signs and symptoms of scarlet fever, such as sore fever and malaise, could easily be mistaken as influenza. Hence, parents and teachers who are not familiar with the disease may not be able to be alerted of the attack in its early stage. As a result, we increase the chance of spread and worse still, delay the seeking of appropriate treatment. In view of this, the Department of Health, that is DH, should provide more concrete information on scarlet fever to the general public, such as the appearance of rash over neck and body and strawberry tongue in its later stage, so as to increase the sensitivity of parents and teachers. In addition, nurses of the DH should also pay a visit to schools to conduct health talks which aim at preventing the spread of infection. It is obvious that if the upsurge of scarlet fever continues to an alarming level, class suspension is unavoidable. The government, therefore, should not only provide clear guidelines on the suspension, but also be more proactive by introducing a warning system that could alert parents and teachers to prepare themselves in advance of the class suspension. Moreover, what is more worth noting is that summer holiday is approaching. Children are going to attend all sorts of summer classes in the learning centres, which in turn will increase the risk of spreading scarlet fever. Hence, if we are not cautious enough, the disease could be transmitted speedily. For this reason, the government should establish an effective communication channel with these centres, provide assistance in the implementation of preventive measures, and prepare them for the logistics of class suspensions when that circumstances is deemed necessary. In addition, as mentioned earlier, scarlet fever is found to be having resistance to antibiotic. Thus, doctors are advised by the CHP not to prescribe erythromycin but other groups of penicillin-related antibiotics such as cephalosporins. 
With that, the government should ensure that the supply of this antibiotic could sustain a minimum period of time, say, until the end of summer, where the upsurge scarlet fever subsides. On the same token, the issue of drug resistance also brings our attention to the problem of misuse or abuse of antibiotics. It is found that the overwhelming incidence of overprescribing and easy access of antibiotics in community drugstores further complicated the therapeutic effects and sensitivities of specific types of antibiotics, which would probably increase the risk of having drug resistance by the bacteria. Hence, the government must be vigilant in monitoring the proper use of antibiotic and also educate the public not to use antibiotic abusively. Apart from scarlet fever, our health is also currently being threatened by what we may eat. The recent incidents of uncovering a toxic additive, an industrial plasticizer in Taiwan food products, rings a bell of food safety in Hong Kong. While many people in Hong Kong are in favor of Taiwanese food products, such as bottle or canned drinks, or sous or food truths, the finding of toxic plasticizer in food, which is said to be the cause of reproductive disorders and cancers, do cast doubt on our confidence in consuming these food products. Though attempts have been made by the government to sample some Taiwanese food products from the market for testing, and fortunately, it is found that only a few of these products are of unsatisfactory results. However, to further alleviate the negative sentiment of the public, the government must continue her close surveillance on Taiwanese food products in the wholesale and retail levels, and above all, use every possible means to keep the public up to date of the test results. Hence, people of Hong Kong could be able to make an informed choice in consuming those food products. Furthermore, it is also reported that in Taiwan, toxic industrial plasticizer is being identified in some of the children's health supplements as well. Such shocking news is indeed ironic. Health supplement is no longer able to promote health. Taking this point into consideration, in Hong Kong, it is also common to see that health supplement is one of the popular items that many people would like to consume on a daily basis. However, the current regulatory mechanism on health supplement is neither comprehensive nor effective in ensuring its safety. With that, the risk of toxic plasticizer contamination will definitely further lower the safety and quality of these products. Hence, as a result, health supplement may eventually become destructive to health instead of helping to sustain health. Nevertheless, if they take this opportunity positively, it could act as an alarming signal to the government not only to step up her vigilance in conducting surveillance on health supplement, but also to act proactively to review the existing regulatory mechanisms. In addition, it is also astonished to see that even augmenting an antibiotic in its serum form has to be recalled because plastic size contamination is evidence. Such incident further draws our attention to the safety of those pharmaceutical products that are prepared in liquid form and are imported from Taiwan or elsewhere. Therefore, to ensure drug safety, the government must act as a gatekeeper to identify the source and origins of those high-risk pharmaceutical products before they are being used by frontline health professionals. Hopefully, with all these measures, the health of Hong Kong people can be safeguarded. Seeing you soon after your returning from the Mediterranean. Love, Uncle Joe.